welcome to One More Game presented by Pickleball. I'm your host, Matt Greenberger, alongside my sweaty, smelly wife, Abigail. Just got off the pickleball court. How was it? It was fun. It was, was a it? good group today. A good group? It was good pickleball. What makes a good group? Um, just a group that is all interested in getting better and working on shots and like working on good pickleball versus kamikaze swinging away. We did have one person doing that, but that's okay. You want to name names? Nope. <laughs> it was really fun. In fact, I had a girl from out of town. Yeah. She's from an hour and a half away. And you want to give her a shout out? Jesse. yeah. I'm yeah. so glad Jesse came today. So fun. And she was like, she said to me, she's like, man, this is just beautiful. And I was really? like, it sure is. That's encouraging. Have somebody from out of town, and she's actually from an area where they have a lot of good pickleball. Right, and she's probably a 5-0. I'd well. say she's a 5-0. Yeah. 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 And so That's yeah, awesome. well, it, was, it was really fun. It was a good group. Super jealous. I couldn't play. Can I can I bring up the guy who brings milk? There was milk again today. <laughs> yeah. yes. Are you gonna give him a shout out? No. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Should I? Sure. I mean, we I mean, love it's we love raw milk. Yeah. Doug. Unpasteurized. Unpasteurized. Which I don't milk. know what that means. That means straight from the... Straight, straight from the cow. The in a glass, in a glass jar. Straight from the udder. Udder. <laughs> I, it just, it's funny to me. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> and I don't know if there's health benefits to it, or does it help his play? I don't know. Maybe we need to have Doug as a guest on talking about his unpasteurized milk. It is just funny to watch a guy carry in a jug of milk. A gallon of milk. A gallon of milk. And does he go through the whole thing? Uh -huh. uh, I asked him if he drinks a gallon a day and he said about about a half a gallon a day. Oh my gosh. So he doesn't go through an entire gallon in a pickleball set. No, but he, his glass jug is like half a gallon. It's like the whole thing. That makes my stomach hurt. And I love milk. I would need like a ton of <laughs> cookies. chocolate or cookies to go with it though. Funny. But remember in youth group where you do the like, milk challenge, milk challenge, and people get sick yeah. and throw up. I think Doug, Doug could handle it. Oh. Next uh, youth group night, somebody should bring Doug along, and he can handle that. Is, that and that's like cream, like. <laughs> oh, okay. What a way to start the show, <laughs> Doug and his milk. Doug, we love you if you're listening. So keep keep doing you and bringing your milk. Keep drinking drinking that milk. <laughs> So um, we are here at Ace Pickleball Club again, and you can still hear some construction going. So I was not at Pickleball for two reasons. One, I had to work. Boo. Number two. I mean, yeah. Number two, I got hurt. That's injured. I am injured right now. I'm on the disabled list for how long? Only Lord knows. Hopefully. Or the surgeon. Or the surgeon. Uh, I'm going to have an MRI probably next week and figure it out. But I was playing and heard a pop, felt a pop, I don't know, there was a pop, there was popping. And not, pain, popping and pain. pain. Yeah, I did not fall to the ground like immediately like I did when I got my ACLs or my Achilles. Speaking of popping. It's so loud. It's very loud. Is that a staple gun? It is. Um, they're putting up the padding just for a little ace upgrade for you there. but. Anyways, I went down um, after the point was over and just like, it's like, it just didn't feel right. I've been hobbling around. I would say after being up and around today, though, I maybe feel a little better, so I'm a little optimistic. Abby does not think it's my ACL. I don't. We have the video of it. Maybe we can post it in the show notes. 
Um, but it's not like Abby's where there was like a plant and a turn. I just was simply it's not even a run it wasn't yeah, even a run it was jogging it was like, to the kitchen yeah area. and to me that's meniscus but yeah. i've been wrong before so well, but you did right hear it here time. abby thinks it's meniscus we'll see and you said uh, popping i would could be meniscus Absolutely. as well so so we'll see we'll keep you updated on my injury not fun though i hate being it just stinks especially this time of year just not good it doesn't put me in a good place it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> do you want to dive into that not on the pod. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a little grumpy. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm a little grumpy. And <laughs> Send help. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. My grumpiness manifests itself in quiet isolation. There's oh, no there's no physical or verbal abuse. You're clear. right, except this morning. How are you feeling, babe? I don't know. No, what did you say? Just the same. About, I was like, about the same. I'm sorry, my first words. About the same, baby. What do you want me to say? That. Okay. Thanks I'll for asking Tomo about the Tomorrow same. morning, take two. Ask me how I'm feeling, and I'll, I'll give you a full rundown in the most cheerful, happiest voice. Okay. What else? Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so, Abby's a, an employee of Ace. Who's Abby? Me. Oh, you just went to Ace? I did. Okay. You are. I you am. Are. So, I will, I will be able to probably help with clinics run some tournaments, maybe give lessons if needed, more yeah. contract style, Not I'm not like on a payroll right now. And, and corporate events is going to be a big thing events. you're going to be focusing yeah. on. So, so I'm going to schedule, hopefully schedule corporate events, get the corporations in here to do all the fun pickleball stuff. Yeah. So, so I'm excited about if that. If you're in the Fort Wayne area and you are your, like your in business, charge, your, yeah. your business wants to do an event here at Ace, Abby's going to be kind of the go-to person to set that up. Great for team building. Great for a little tournament or just fun activity to get out of the office and, and do something. So right. I'm excited I about that. Like, We've had a couple set up already and a yeah. couple uh, groups reach out or businesses reach out to even do leads. Um, so I think that's going to be a big part of what yeah. we do here today. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. So I'm still a realtor. Yeah. Still raising five daughters. Yeah. Still homeschooling a kid. Right. Still raising money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And now I'm an employee of ACE Sounds because I'm bored apparently. I don't have enough very, to do. Very wise um, <laughs> on on your part, on our part, for putting so much on your plate and still managing to play pickleball several days in a row. You're <laughs> just jealous. I am a little jealous. Not gonna lie, a little jealous, a little grumpy. But Believe it's him. all good. Um, speaking of real estate, you've had a couple of transactions to go through. So we finally got five dollars paid. Um, I just want to say yes. that if you want to get if you think getting into real estate is going to make you rich, yeah, that is false. Uh, At least for a time. Okay. No, I'm not rich yeah. right now. Listen, you are in the beginning be, stages. Yes. You are in the infancy, <laughs> infancy, the infancy of, your, of my career. Yes. And it does. It is hard when you look at that paycheck and see how much your and our friend Shane yeah. um, gets paid. My broker, to your, yeah. your broker. But um, okay. all good. You're getting there, and yep. hey, it's it's still money in the bank that was not in the bank before. Absolutely. So good job. You did have another one fall through, which really kind of stings. But you're managing that well yeah. and um, doing well. Yeah. Proud of you. Still, still proud of you. Even though you smell and you've kind of been grumpy too. Moving on to oh another. Speaking of Ace employees, another employee was announced the same time as you were yeah. as Ryan Kearns, and. Of Those the Bank Dink Owl legacy. Legacy? 
Uh, the, talk about infancy, the infancy, infancy of our legacy with Bang Ding Gao. Um, uh, that's our podcast that we are doing kind of as an, ex- as an extension of this. Mm-hmm. So every other week, Ryan and I are going to come to you um, where we're going to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly, uh, showcasing somebody's play. It was my play the first week. Yep. I don't know. Maybe it'll be your play next week. I got a video. Right? So, yeah, let's let's yeah, get that video. video. Maybe tomorrow morning. Okay. So send us your videos. Yeah, and for sure. And then we, we'll criticize you. <laughs> no, we will. For free for free we will give you opportunities to get better and i'll tell you what after like going through that first pod with ryan yeah like i feel a lot better right i there until i got injured um there were a couple of things like that we really that i was focused on and that's like when i'm on the right side Mm -hmm. like really trying to concentrate on staying on the right side staying out of the way unless i'm needed trying to play more of that support role. It's a hard role. It's a hard role. And, I mean, here's, and here's the thing. If you want to get better, and if you don't want to get better, that's totally fine. Yeah. I mean, this sometimes you just want to play pickleball for exercise, and that's great. Yep. If you want to get better, you should be videoing yourself, yep. and then you should send it to us. And send it to Hoosier Pickleball, Hoosier pickleball. at gmail.com, um, and then we will uh, choose one video each week and kind of break it down, showcase it. Got a lot of good feedback from it. Yeah. Uh, especially the name. People love the name. Please write in and let us know if you out. know what that means because it is a reference to like a news story a from pop, like 15 years ago. It's a pop culture reference. It's what makes it fun. It's because if you know, you know. Hashtag I Y K. You need to Google it. But I'm again, I gave a shout out to them on the Bang Dink Al pod, but I'll also say Dave and Natasha Nergy were the inspiration. You had totally squashed my idea made me feel like i was an idiot for even coming up with the name and i shared it with dave and natasha and they were like that is amazing and i was like let's go let's go with it ryan liked it and it's it's more fun than just you had a good off the tape was a good name it's clever off the tape yeah it's it's a b plus but it's not an a plus bang bing ow let's go all right okay moving on (laughs) our topic for today we're talking about drilling. And tell us why, as we sit at Ace Pickleball, yeah. why why do you think it's a good topic for us to dive into? Yeah, today? here's why. Because here in Fort Wayne, at least, when we're inside nine months out of the year, it feels like way too long, um, we are paying, you know, a pretty, pretty penny to play, which is fine. You know, I'll pay money, but I'm not paying that for just two of us. We mm-hmm. normally split it between nine people because we play for two hours. Right, so the structure, just yeah. to explain that further, is at like a Wildwood at a tennis club mm-hmm. where you have to rent the entire tennis court. So you're really res- reserving two pickleball courts mm-hmm. at like roughly 30 an hour. So for a couple hours, that's 60 bucks. Right. And you don't So wanna... we all split it among eight, yeah. nine, or 10 people. Sure. And so I'm not renting. Yeah, I'm not renting that for just me and one other person. Honestly, right. that's winter time. Just a drill. So then the three or four months we can play outside. Sometimes five. We're all like, yeah, we're gonna drill. We never do because life is so busy for all of us. We've all got kids. We've all got jobs. We're all doing the thing. When we want to play, we want to play. Like we just want to play with each other and have fun. So like every summer, I'm like, I'm gonna drill this summer, and I just never get there because of the crazy. So. Your ace, unlimited play, there's a ball machine. I could just come and I don't have to pay the court fees. I can just come and as a member you've already paid. paid. So it's not you're not paying additional and feel like, well, if I'm gonna pay, 
I might as well play. Right. And now it's kind of like, uh oh, like I've got I, an hour. Maybe I, you know, I, I stop by. Grab the ball machine. Yeah. So I, all of us around here in Fort Wayne are pretty thrilled. We all have been talking about we're all going to draw. Like, mm -hmm. oh, this is awesome. We're going to start drawing. Will it really happen? Will it happen? I am determined to make yeah. it happen. So I've been processing the drills. So these drills, I think, are good for everybody. Um, but you have to obviously think in your own head, like, what is it you need to work on? So we've got kind of a little bit of a drilling session here for you. Yeah, one thing you'd written down as we were kind of preparing for this was that you wrote down drilling can be kind of boring. And I would, I mean, I, I see that, but I think also the point of this pod is to try to help you understand that it doesn't have to be boring. You can make it competitive. You can still make it fun and to see yeah. your progress um, can be a lot of fun as well. So. And the truth is I want to get better. I should just deal with it. I mean, right. even if I in particular find it boring, I need to do it if I want to get better so yeah. I can overcome feeling bored. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so Abby, walk us through kind of what you would call like just a, a good drill session. What are we doing? How are you starting off? Just kind of walk us through that yeah. um, step at a time. So I would start with a warm up. Um, I personally hate a typical pickleball warm up because I just don't like standing at the line dinking and then doing whatever. So I actually would prefer if I were to do a warm up is run a couple laps around the, um, the courts, maybe do some planks and some push ups. I think that's a better warm up, but it's okay. If you want to do some dinking and then do some thirds, then do your ground strokes, then do quick hands. You know, if you do that for 10 minutes, um, you know how I have been a huge proponent of a jump rope. Yes. I've said that for podcast after podcast. I think you should stick a jump rope in your bag and bring it to the court. You should have gotten me a jump rope for Christmas. Oh, I have one in my bag. You can have it. I can? Okay. Yeah. So, um, I think even jump, I mean, think about all the muscles that jumping rope warms up. Right. Okay. Because you do want to be warm. Okay. Regar regardless, you want to get warm. You so get warm. whether you're running a lap, whether you're doing jump rope, or if you do like the traditional kind of dinking. When I do dink during a warm up, I like to try to get in some deep knee bends yeah. to try to kind of not not just stand there and dink, but to kind of move back and forth, really kind of try to get warmed up a little bit. Yeah, I just don't feel. Yeah, it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so then, normally I I have done some some drilling sessions. Don't get me wrong, I've drilled before. And this is kind of my favorite way to drill is starting just kitchen out. Mm. So start with cross court dinking with a friend. Okay. And then as you, you know, then you can either, you know, dink a couple times and then you say game on. And then you're really dinking for, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to lose your point. So it's kind of a rally scoring to 10. You lose your point or you win a point or whatever. And then play switch sides so you're working on forehand dinking backhand dinking you're really trying to move your partner around on the other side and yep. you know aggressive dinking the only thing that the only thing you have to be careful of is that can get you into the habit of the um cross court speed up which is not smart so if the ball because if the ball is left high coming to me i punched at the person in front of me it's not smart to like practice that yeah so just you know be aware of that but that cross court dinking to 10 so that's where we that's where I start at the kitchen okay. line. At the kitchen okay. line. Then normally after your warm up, mm -hmm. so you don't necessarily go to the kitchen line mm -hmm. to warm up, but once you've done that, then the beginning of your drill session is 
at the kitchen line working on some digging. Yep, yep. working on digging, forehand and backhand. And then work on, you know, as you get to be higher level, work on some slice dinks, work on your top spin dinks, work on, you know, longer, more aggressive dinks, work on the shorter dinks. You know, there's a lot of different dinking you can do. You don't just hit it back over the net, but work on, you know, different, different types, so. And I would even add to that, it's nice <laughs> if you have a, a basket of balls or like a, a bunch of balls, don't just have two or three, it's, it's okay yeah. if you do. But even to, to that point then, work on, the, the speed ups and the flicks, like mm -hmm. when somebody does leave one kind of high down your line, getting that kind of Ben Johns backhand flick down the line yeah. or backhand flick back across court um, can be good to work with. Yeah, and, that's and, true. So and then you don't it, have to chase that right, ball. Right, exactly. So if you have, yeah. you know, 50 balls that you have in yeah. your, your basket, you can just keep grabbing those and then um, pick them up. It allows you to kind of try some different things without yeah. feeling like you are chasing three yeah. balls around the whole time. Yeah. So then moving more mid-court where one person stays at the line, and I like to do this cross-court, but you can obviously do this straight off, straight ahead. But one person kind of mid-trans, I mean, there's several different options, but one person at the line, one person mid-transition zone, you can either kind of play that point out, rally score to 10, and then switch, or you can do, we've done this, and I do like this, where the person who's mid-court is trying to drop 20 in a row in the kitchen, and the person at the line is just aggressively hitting it back at their feet. I like that one probably the best because it helps you stay in that point. Yeah. So I like Good. that. And it teaches, because when you reset, you you know typically do want to reset cross court wherever you are because it gives you more room for error. Yeah. I mean, obviously a, a reset in front of you is going to be appropriate at some point, but yeah. it's just a good, it's a good drill to do. Speaking of that, and that is like so true, I, um, not to name drop, but he's playing with Jackie Kaumoto. When you got hurt. When I got hurt. He was playing with the pros, guys. And um, videoed that, and that's why I had the injury on video. But Jackie, like, if I were to pinpoint, like, one thing she does better than anybody else that I've ever played with, obviously, but that, that I think is just such a asset in her game is that cross-court, like, reset. It's not like, I think so much of the time, I think of just like resetting straight ahead, but it's like almost always cross court, which gives her more margin for error, has to hit it a little harder, but has a little bit more um, space to do that. And it just, with the correct spin on it, it's just incredible how I many she dug out and did that just over and over in the consistency in which she could do that. So that's a great thing to drill. Yep. I love that you mentioned that. Yep. Um, so then, you know, you can switch rolls, switch sides. I mean, there's different options with that. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's 7-11, which is similar, but you just score it differently. The person at the line has to score 11. The person... Because they have the advantage. Because they have the advantage. The person mid-transition zone has to score 7, and then you switch sides. So yeah. that's a... And the person who starts out mid-transition zone is trying to move their way up uh, yeah. to the kitchen. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So a lot of different options there. Um, and, you know, again, one of the reasons why I like the cross court is because you can work on kind of forehand and backhand um, with that, you know, yep. you're going to see a lot of that. Anyway, um, and then one of the things that I think that I lack, well, I know I lack and I, I could work on is just purely ground strokes. I think I, I could just grab a partner and just work on, like, from the baseline, forehand and backhand, you know, top spin rolls. Why, why do you think that is? Just because you're you're, you're not really a singles player. I don't have a singles player. You're not a skin. You're not a. I'm not a tennis, tennis player. player. 
no singles plays, so that kind of. But have you have you ever done? I've done figure eights dinking. Mm -hmm. Okay, where I dink in front of me, my partner is dinking cross court, so I have to run over. I dink in front, so it's a good workout. Well, you yeah. can do that with ground strips. Mm -hmm. So that's working on placement, and nice. it's a really good workout. So yeah. I've never done that. I've never done figure eight with ground strokes, but I'd like to do that. Going back and forth. I like Going that. back and forth. It works on good. your cross court, and it works on your down the line ground stroke, which is yeah. very necessary. Okay, when I'm uninjured, I think that's a okay. definitely a good one because I I had highlighted that as well as one I need to work on more. Again, same thing. I don't really play singles, not a tennis background, so my ground strokes mm -hmm. have improved mm -hmm. a lot, but okay. still have a ways to go. Okay. So then the last thing you can end with, and you know, you can make this an hour. To me, if you do 10, 15, 10 minutes each, this can last you an hour. That's yeah. a pretty good workout. Sure. You end with skinny singles, which we've played skinny singles where you only where you switch sides when you score. Mm -hmm. And so you're playing straight in front and cross court. And I yeah. really like that way the yeah. best, probably. I agree. I, it gives you the widest variety of actual shots you're going to hit in a doubles game. Yeah. Um, sometimes it, some of the angles are kind of weird where you you would hit a shot that you would never hit in an actual doubles right, game. Right, because my partner would be there. partner's going to be there to, yeah. to eat it up. But it's still good at working on placement. Yeah. Um, one thing that I heard recently on a podcast that they were talking about when doing skinny singles that way is when you do the straight on method, you still serve from the opposite box. So you, oh, interesting. And I thought that was a great idea. But uh, then you, but they then might you have said it's over? like Megan Fudge or somebody oh, like kind of invented that or, or talks about that. Because that is one thing that's kind of a pet peeve of you mine don't. is when you do straight on right. serving, you're you're not really working on the serve. It's right. a little bit different oh, that's angle. Interesting. Okay. So you can do that. So then yeah. you just serve. so if we're playing straight on on the right side, I would still serve from the left side. But then I move so, over okay. and now we're playing straight yeah. on. I so thought that, I thought that was yeah. a really good suggestion and would suggest probably doing that just to if you're really trying to simulate the doubles game, yeah, that's sure. the best yeah. way to do that. I even thought like on our skinny singles court that we have back here at Ace, like could you do that where you um, serve? from either the left side or the right side, so you're actually serving outside yeah, the box yeah. to kind of create that angle. I'm not sure if that works real well or not, but worth a try. So anything else on your drill session? I think that's a really good basic. I mean, yeah. again, everybody's got their own strengths and weaknesses. So. Yeah, and, and like we say all the time, videotape yourself so that you can kind of highlight some of your weaknesses or things that you need to work on, and then target those during your drill session. Do those repetitively you know maybe it's your third shot so then you're gonna you know have your partner work with you on your third shot drops or maybe it's your dinks like man I just I, I could spend 20 minutes every day backhand dinking and I feel like that would dramatically improve my my game as a left-sided player because the consistency you should be able to right. you know hit 50 backhand dinks in a row without making a mistake all right Let's take a commercial break. Okay. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk a little bit more about drill sessions. We're gonna give you, that was really kind of a rundown of a two-person drill session, but we're gonna give you some suggestions on our favorite drills for single person, uh, three and four person as well, and then we'll uh, wrap it up from there. So we will be right back after this commercial break. Parents, your teen driver or soon-to-be driver looks to you for guidance on safe driving techniques. Drive Alive is an organization dedicated to young driver safety. Visit our website at drivealiveindiana.org to view videos designed to facilitate conversations between parents and their teen drivers. Topics include getting to know your vehicle, understanding car insurance, simple car maintenance, 
and what to do if you just had an accident. Visit drivealiveindiana.org to learn more. Welcome back to One More Game presented by Hoosier Pickleball. Abby's neck is sore. She was just saying during the commercial break, um, we went over to Power Up, which is like in the same building um, as Ace here in Fort Wayne. And it's a adrenaline park, action park. I don't know exactly what they call it, but they have a slide and you went down it with the girls. Like so many times. Yeah, and you got whiplash. You actually have a little video, maybe you should put that in the show notes as well, if you fly enough of it. Um, it looks fun. It was super fun. I just forgot I was old. Yeah, and so your head banging into the, <laughs> the big mat several like, times. You were. I'm so sore. Yeah. So, anyways, we are talking today about drilling. Um, the first half of the show, we talked about um, just kind of a drill session with some two men um, or two women or a man and a woman um, drill sessions. But now we're going to talk about what if you're by yourself. Or what if you have three or four people? And we'll give a couple ideas for our favorite drills to do during those times. So starting off with the ball machine. Um, I've Since I've been here at Ace, I've kind of gotten this routine of getting up early, coming in and spending an hour or so on the ball machine. And I love it. Like I'll equate it back to when I was golfing and I would love, like I, I think I probably love practicing more than m most people. So like, when I was a golfer, I loved chipping and putting, just kind of put my AirPods in, listen to music, and and get to work, try to work on things that I can Back do. in high school, you had AirPods? Uh, was it your no, Walkman? No, that was my Walkman. My, <laughs> I was going to say. No. I, I, actually not <laughs> Were those invented yet? Yeah, maybe. I think so. I remember at one point I had like these bit, like AM, FM radios, like these big yellow ones that look like an air traffic controller. That's hilarious. Um, but anyways, Those were the 90s anyways. So I love coming out and just drilling, just practicing. Same with basketball. I, I would love to go to the gym and just shoot around, like work on things. That's yeah. how you get better, right? Yeah. And so I've, I've enjoyed the ball machine. Mm -hmm. I think you get more reps. Mm -hmm. I think it's really a lot of times a better workout mm -hmm. because you're you know, running around and you know, I, I try to keep it going. So even once all the balls are done with the machine, try to pick them up quickly. I work on like deep knee bends and squats mm -hmm. as I pick up the balls and put them away. I mean, just try to make it all like workout minded, I think yeah. is um, the way to go for that. So what are your thoughts, first of all, on a ball machine and then we'll kind of get into yeah. what we do. So like with the two person, I think you can work on like your whole court, but I think with a ball machine, and I, somebody else said this too, but I, I agree with this, that pick just one or two skills, maybe three skills, and really focus on that for, you know, a whole hour. Yeah. So you really get focused in on what you want to totally do. Totally agree with that. Um, so for me, it would be like, like the first time, you know, if I were to drill today, I would probably put the ball machine at the baseline and I would just drill balls it myself. <laughs> And, and you would stand I would where? be at the kitchen line. Okay. So actually, I would stand in three different places. Mm. Okay. I would stand baseline, and I would just work on like basically my return. I'd pretend like that's a serve. But really, the on setting return. on the ball machine is, is firing it just over the net with a top spin. With top spin. Okay. okay. So those are yeah, those are. So hard. if you're at the kitchen line, you're going to work on volleying it Bo out yep. of the air, yep. or blocking. Yep. If I'm mid court, I would work on letting it bounce and resetting it over or taking that out of the air and resetting it over. Okay. And then if I was at the baseline, kind of a return of serve, just yeah. um, driving it back yeah. over. So. But, but I like that even from just a time standpoint, like 
it, it might take you a few minutes and watching the ball go over several times before you get the setting right. Yeah. But once you dial in that setting, right. then it's going to be able to- Do several to, different things with the one setting. Right. Instead of, you <laughs> yeah. know, then, then you load it back up several times instead of then readjusting it. Like, so that's a good tip for if you're using a ball machine for sure. Yeah. Um, you mentioned ground strokes earlier. I think ball machines are great for that just because sometimes the consistency, depending on what ball machine you have, um, the one that we use, I feel like sometimes it'll, if I try to set it just perfectly, it'll clip the net sometimes, it'll be too high others. So That's I, I kind of yeah. find more just let it, let it feed me kind of meatballs okay. and let me work on my ground yeah. strokes. It yeah. is like a good use yeah. of my time as well. Um, you mentioned resets. I like to do that same thing, just work on top speed and just catching the ball, like thinking I'm not trying to punch it, but I'm just trying to block it and absorb it, like bringing the paddle back towards me instead of away from me. I, I think of Matt Carpenter, who we have not mentioned on the pod, like in oh at least goodness. two or three episodes. So he is still alive and well. I played with him this morning. He did, okay. He was asking about your knee. Oh, such, such a good guy. Um, but Matt, I feel like I saw so much improvement in his game, and I know that he used a ball machine like maybe last winter a ton, and just worked on that blocking and his blocking, and his blocking so like good. improves. So like I much attack him that. and he blocks it right back. Yeah, like, yeah, he's a very hard person to attack. I would yeah. agree with that. Um, but then also working on your drops and dinks, just all the things. Find what you think needs the most work and set the machine to that, and spend an hour just dedicated mm -hmm. to that. I even, I mean, you can set up a, a machine to just feed you dinks and work on your cross-court dinks. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last thing I'll say about a ball machine is use all of the time. Like I mentioned, even after I hit all the balls, I turn off the machine and then instead of walking around the entire court where I have balls spread out all over, I take all the balls that are on my side of the net and I work on forehands or I work on drops and I kind of try to pile them up in one mm, spot so I can put them up there. So that's just kind of a silly logistical thing, but I feel like it, it just helps be more productive with my yeah. time yeah. that I have with the ball machine. You could also like crab walk and get all the balls. That'd be a really good workout. <laughs> crab walk? <laughs> that's a good workout. Is that's it? Say it. it is. Like on my back, uh -huh. like belly up? Yeah. I don't think I've crab walked since I was in fourth grade. This could be a good workout. Do you crab walk? I do. <laughs> what? In the basement. <laughs> I gotta turn the basement camera on sometimes to see you. If I ever like looked on that thing and saw you crab walking around the basement, I'd be pretty sure you'd. There's some totally, crazy things I do down there. Totally lost. It. <laughs> um, all right, so let's go on to three-person drills. Okay. So. It's the worst. Sometime you have eight people. This happened the other Saturday, not naming any names. Somebody slept seven. in. Right, we had eight people. Oh, yeah. And then one person didn't show up, so we only had seven. seven. So we're stuck with only three on one court. Now, sometimes you think, oh, that sucks, that's the worst thing. But in all honesty, it's a good chance to do some drilling, some yeah. other yep. uh, types of games. So. Um, the most common one we call like cutthroat or Canadian doubles. Is that offensive? I have no idea. Okay, why I'm sorry. If you're from doubles. if you're from Canada, leave us. Would a, you explain this? Oh, you yeah. don't know what I mean? No, I'm saying uh, the oh. Canadian people. If oh, they're Canadian, listening, yes. please explain it. Like why why did you steal the name? Or is it offensive right. that we call it Canadian doubles? But basically, two on one, the person um, who is the one uh, can use the whole court, and the two people have to use the side that the one person is on 
Um, if you have an even amount, um, you serve from the right side. If you have an odd amount, you serve from the left. And you just play until you lose point, and then you really rotate good, around. It really is good. Yeah. Here's a variation that I have not tried yet that I would love to try, and I kind of just made this up. Maybe somebody's tried it before. But we used to do a game in basketball called Momentum, which was make it, take it. So you'd shoot and score, and if you scored, then you could just take the ball out as quickly as possible. So the defenders, like there's usually a two-on-two -two game. The defenders then have to like readjust really quickly. Um, so, it, you know, it's called momentum because if, you know, my buddy, if Andy shoots a three, I get the ball out of the net and I fire it right back to him. He can just keep shooting threes mm -hmm. until the defense adjusts to get out there. So how about momentum cutthroat mm -hmm. where you just go? Like as soon as it's like your point, you don't have to wait for everybody to get set. You grab that ball, you sprint to the other side, and you can serve it up as long as you hit a legal serve. And so it gets like more um, running around. Okay. Like I like it. it. I, let's try it. Let's try, let's try it. it. Okay. Once my knee's done. Yeah. Right now, I would be slow to get there, but I think that would be kind of fun to like make it more of a cardio thing. Mm -hmm. Like sprint yeah. to the other side, and you gotta move around. Okay. Adjust. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm. I'm gonna call that. Uh, Canadian momentum. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, you also mentioned a lot of the drills that you talked about as two person. You can do as three yeah. person as well. Yeah. So just that 7-Eleven, you can do with two people the line and the 20 where you're trying to reset 20 of them into the kitchen. You can have one person at the line pounding them back at two people, you know, yeah. a lot of things you can do. Yeah. Just with three people. So don't, don't think if you only have three people with one person didn't show up, you can still get a really good pickleball workout in. Mm -hmm. And in all honesty, you get more reps. Right. Like, uh, I sometimes will set up just a skinny singles time to play skinny singles for two hours. And in theory, I'm really hitting the ball about twice as much as I would have right. if I was playing doubles. Yeah, so. it, yeah it's good. Yep. So four person. Yeah, four person drill. Uh, you like this game. You, I think you just like the name. Dinkle. Dinkle. I, I, can't I say just it do it a lot of the clinics that I put on. It's kind, yeah. of, a, it's kind of a fun game. Yeah. Um, and it's so it's cross court dinking for people. So there's two balls going. So it, it truly does work on your concentration. Okay. It truly does because the balls, balls are flying. Going cross court yep. to each other. And so the okay. second somebody loses a ball, whether they dink it into the net or they dink it out, then whoever notices that says dinkle, and then you play out the yells point. Yells dinkle. Yells dinkle. Yes. And then you play out the point yeah. with the remaining ball. It's just kind of fun. It's it's court awareness. Yeah. It's situational awareness. It's watching everything. Yeah. I mean, it's good. And then the point goes to whichever team wins it. Yeah. Not that first ball. The first ball doesn't really matter. It's no. more of just kind of to yeah. get it set up and then dinkle and then game on. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. It's fun to do. Fun one. Yep. Um, this one I call kitchen out. I like this, um, especially for um, groups that struggle to get into the dink game, um, where you just start in the dink game. So. You're not playing a serve and return and then working your way up to the line, but it's just right away, four people at the kitchen line, you start dinking and you say maybe three dinks and then game on where you can do anything you want. You can keep dinking, you can lob, you can speed up, but um, it just kind of gets more into like the way pickleball is supposed to be played without having to go through the formalities of the serve and return and all of that. Um, so it's a good way to, like to work on that. So that's that's like that. kitchen out. 
um, similar to that, or maybe just kind of working not on speed ups or being smart about things and just really, we've talked a lot about placement over power. Um, 4 to Pro podcast says placement. Or place over pace. Place over <laughs> yeah, pace. place over pace, which I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I like placement over power too. Yeah. But same idea of it's really more about where you position the ball mm -hmm. and trying to set up that next shot, trying to set up your opponent to make the mistake to then get the put mm -hmm. away. And so the no speed up, or um, I think on 4-0 to Pro, they called it like the five mile per hour speed limit mm -hmm. game where you just are playing an entire game, but there's no speeding the ball up. You, you have just to play drop. the point out in yeah. the kitchen and you, right. play a, you play a game. And you start to realize how often, how you can hit winners like, yeah. without having to speed it up. Yeah. So um, The only thing I think you should be able to do is an ATP in the backcourt. Okay. If I send somebody wide enough, they should be able to hit it. Okay. Hit an ATP because okay. you don't want to work on not hitting ATPs. Right. That's true. Yeah, I, I, I would even say that for skinny singles too. Some yeah, people. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, even if you're playing cross court skinning, if somebody it's a good sends shot. you wide you enough, should be able to do you should it. be able. Yeah. As long as it stays below that level yeah. and you're not doing like a lob ATP or whatever. So. Yeah, so those are some good four-person drills. Yeah, let's, um, let's drill. Let's drill in Fort I, Wayne. I would love to go out right now and drill. I'm sorry. I think actually my knee's feeling good enough that I can stand in my dang. Yeah, have you taken any pain meds for it? Uh, really not. Maybe? Should I? What would you Maybe. recommend? What doesn't hurt your tummy? <laughs> Maybe a Mobic. <laughs> uh, we'll see. That's kind of the, my magic. Mobic works miracles on It does, on but it hurts your belly. Yeah. So. As long as I have like, a full stomach with yeah. food, I think it okay but yeah yeah i probably should take some some pain meds yeah. and pain is still idea. like i still feel like i could do another whole podcast on pain because pain i just think yeah just i think you know matt carpenter and i were talking after yeah. playing today of just pain can pain doesn't necessarily mean something right. sometimes we just hurt yeah and if you give it a couple days like your knee really could be fine it really could it's be hard to imagine that feeling the pop. I hope you're right. Yeah. But feeling that pop yeah. and then as sore as but it is. But even if something's, like, even if you have some meniscus issue in there, right. do you necessarily need to have surgery? Right. I don't know that you yeah. have to. Or you also suggested it could have been like a burst. Um, I said Baker's Baker cyst. It could be a Baker's cyst. So if that was the case, then maybe it just kind of heals up. I just can't explain the, yeah. the pain that I yeah. have felt with it. But when I had my back it. issue, I felt a pop in my hamstring. I thought I ruptured my hamstring yeah. and it all came from my back. So I just think, yeah. and that happened twice in my hamstring. Yeah. So I just, I just think pain is interesting. It's an interesting topic. Yeah. I'll tell you what it makes me think though. And so here's a forewarning for those of you that had this thought before is if I could rewind time two months, I'd go back and start hitting, you know, the uh, leg lifts more and deep knee bends and, and really trying to uh, have that preventative stuff so you could go back to an episode rope. called injury prevention i could yeah but yeah. you're 100 right but anytime you can work on plyometrics that's going to give you the stability and the power yeah. that you want for explosive movement yeah. having said that if you just have compromised knee cartilage because you're 45 because you have a family history of bad knees Yep. It is what it is. I do. Between my two parents, they, they have, have four fake knees. <laughs> four fake knees now. And so, as of 2024 or 2023, they got yeah. them all done. So, so sometimes probably, it's just part of life. At some point, I'll probably be there as well. Yeah. Maybe sooner than later. Maybe yeah. I should just go for it now. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd love a bionic knee. Would it 
but I'd have to have it replaced again. Is that how that works? Yeah, you're too young. Okay. Too young. 45 and too young. I like to hear that. Um, all right, let's end with something you love. What's something you love? You love your Christmas gifts? <gasps> I Did do. I do good? Matt got me a new Yola um, bag, which I'd been needing. My pickleball bag was old and little, like right, kind of before I even really got into pickleball. So I got a bigger bag. Looks great. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Nice bright pink. Yep. You had a K-Swiss bag before. I did. It was just like a backpack, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. But this one has more space for the things I need. Yeah. My did you find right. out why it looks like it's like a thermal cooler uh, inside? I forgot to Google that. Interesting. If you work for Yola, tell us why. Why does it look like yeah. you should? I applied to be a Yola rep. Yeah. I haven't yeah. heard anything back. Come on. Shout out. We'd love to be Yola sponsored. For sure. I, I like the Yola paddle. It's not the one I'm playing with right now, but I like it the best. I mean, if they paid me enough money, I would play with it. Even a little bit of money. Right. Um, what do I love? You know what? I love now. Do you love me? Let's let's. I need to ask this. <laughs> yes. Okay. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I love you. You are grumpy. <laughs> Stop saying I'm grumpy. I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was going to say, I love you. No, I wasn't actually going to say that. Um, I was going to say, I love coffee now. That, this is, you guys, this is like blowing my mind. Matt drinks coffee. I'm a coffee it's drinker. so weird. He discovered it recently. Makes me feel good. Uh, <laughs> no People aren't no lying when they joke. say, like, I need more coffee. Now it's like, but I, I don't feel like I'm, like I can do without it. Would you but, just wait? Yeah. Give it another month and you'll be like, oh. <laughs> uh, great. Another addiction to, to so face. So funny. I don't just, know. Somebody just discovered coffee. Yeah, at 45. At 45. Yeah, it started. That's like it helps my ADD. I'm like, <laughs> duh. I tried to give our second grader coffee one time for oh her ADHD. <laughs> didn't oh, work out. Oh, God. Please don't say that in the podcast. Please, CPS, do not come out. No, that's here. an actual thing. Oh, like, it? doctors will recommend it. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good, good doctor? Yeah. Yes, it's good for ADHD. To give a kid coffee. Yes. Okay. Cool. All right, there you go. Give your kids coffee, folks. Start them young, <laughs> not 45 like me. But to be fair, like if people are trying to go the anti-med route, mm-hmm. caffeine is a good place to start. Okay. And good caffeine is from coffee, not like Mountain Dew. I'm not yeah. handing my child a Mountain Dew. Okay. So anyways. That's fair. I would say like, to be fair, I'm not like a hardcore coffee drinker. I don't, I can't drink a black. I drink one. a black. Cool. Gross. I put a lot of cream in it. <laughs> it's candy. It's candy. It's for, like a milkshake. Yeah, like a mor- my morning hot milkshake. I actually like it over ice more than I like yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. A hot cup of black thing. coffee. All right. Are we going to do it? So you like your coffee like you like your women? Weak and cold. <laughs> <laughs> what are you then? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Uh, Maybe we should cut that off. <laughs> Nah, we don't cut things off. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, catch us next week for Bang Dink Ow with me and Ryan as we break down. <laughs> Abby loves it. Um, Maybe there, it's going to be my game, though. Is there, some, will... is there something wrong with that, <laughs> with that name? Hold it. <laughs> no, you can't say that. All right. We, we'll too, see lo- we too low. <laughs> you too low. You too cold. You too cold. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Have a great week. As always, we want to thank our sponsors, Hoosier Pickleball, Drive Alive Indiana, Pickleball Rocks, Ace Pickleball, and Wheeland Real Estate. 
Reach out to Abby B for all your buying, selling, investing, and other real estate needs. In addition, a big thank you to the Ace Pickleball Studio in the world-famous Spice Fieldhouse. Please make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or find us on YouTube at One More Game Pod. That's the number one more game pod. Hit that subscribe button and be sure to leave us a five-star rating to help us spread the love. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok at Hoosier Pickleball for all kinds of fun tips, tricks, and other family shenanigans. Thanks again for listening and we will see you next time.